Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo and I'm excited to be here with you tonight. Tonight on the broadcast, I am talking about casting your care on the Lord for he cares for you. And before I get started on this and you know, let you know how this came about with um the Lord putting this on my heart earlier this week. I just want to open in prayer. So Heavenly Father, right now, Lord, thank you that your word is truth. Lord, I pray that all who hear this message, Lord, would, would receive it with gladness, Lord. Those who are watching now and those who will watch the replay and those who will listen to the podcast, Lord, or see it on YouTube. Lord, I thank you, Lord, and I pray that this message, Lord, would be planted deeply into their hearts and minds, Lord, and that the enemy will not be able to steal this word from those who watch and listen. Lord, we just thank you. We glorify you, Lord, through your son, Jesus, your son and our precious Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I see you guys jumping on. It's so wonderful to be with you. So this message, it is powerful. You know, earlier this week, it was Monday morning and I was, you know, having breakfast and I was sipping on a cup of coffee and the thought just came, you know, the words, it just it came across my mind. The thought, you know, cast your care, cast your care on the Lord. And I wasn't even feeling, you know, anxiety about anything, but it, it was just, I know it was just the Lord speaking to my heart in the Holy Spirit, just showing me. Honestly, what he was doing was giving me the message for this broadcast for you. And so what I got was casting your care on the Lord, casting the, the, casting the whole of your care on the Lord because he cares for you. And what came out of my mouth just instinctively, just right away was, how Lord, right? How Lord? And immediately the Holy Spirit... Was a clear thought. This is, you know, but it, but the Holy Spirit spoke to me in a clear thought that the words came out of my mouth. And this is, you know, many times the Holy Spirit, listen, if Jesus is your Lord, you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you and he's always speaking, but we're not always listening, right? And sometimes when you're reading the word of God, the Holy Spirit just illuminates something to you, right? It seems as though a scripture just jumps off the page to you. Sometimes it's just a clear, clear thought or impression. And you know that that's not you because it's just not the way you talk or the way you think, you know, for example. So anyway, I'm sitting there and, you know, cast your care on the Lord, casting the whole of your care on the Lord. And it was just me and the Lord just having a this, this conversation. And so I said, how, Lord? Right? And maybe you also have asked that question many times. You know, throughout Scripture, we've seen, cast your care on the Lord, for he cares for you. Some translations say, casting all of your anxiety on the Lord because he cares for you, right? Or, you know, he cares for you watchfully. Anyway, I said, how, Lord? And immediately, the Holy Spirit said, don't partner with fear. And I was like, Whoa, don't partner with fear. Oh, this is so, 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 so good. And we need to talk about this. You see, fear is a spirit. In 2 Timothy 1 7, 
For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind, right? He hasn't given you a spirit of fear. He's given you his Holy Spirit, the very spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of Jesus. Galatians 4, 6 says that, that God sent the very spirit of his son to live inside of you, right? If Jesus is your Lord, immediately the Holy Spirit comes in, boom. So God's spirit doesn't make you afraid or timid or cowardly, right? The spirit, the Holy Spirit, God's Holy Spirit is a spirit and he's given this to you of power and of love and of a sound mind. So let's talk about this again. You know, God said, don't partner with fear. So casting your care on the Lord, but how do you do it? You don't partner with fear. Here's the deal. Faith releases God's power like gravity. Faith in God, faith in God's word releases God's power. It pulls like gravity, right? Remember the woman with the issue of blood? Jesus never touched her. She touched him. She was pressing through the crowd, right? But then so were, a, oh my gosh, you know, the Bible says that there were throngs of people, right? Tons of people just pressing up, up against him as they walked, right? Must have been a serious crowd there. And even the woman with the issue of blood, she, she like, you know, found her way and just kind of pressed through the crowd and touched the hem of Jesus's garment. And because she knew her faith was such that if I just touch him, I know I'll be healed. And she actually said that, you know, within herself. And so that was her intention. That's what she said to herself. And she touched him. Anyway, she, she touched him. He didn't touch her. And the second she touched him, because of her faith, because of what she believed, right? Her intention, literally, the power of God was just released out of Jesus. So much so that he turned around and said, who touched me? I felt virtue or power go out of me. Whoa. Right? All these people touching up against him, right? But she got healed because of her faith. So my point is, faith pulls and releases. Faith in God pulls and releases the power of God like gravity. Okay? And just like faith releases God's power, fear. What is fear, first of all? Well, we know it's a spirit, but it's also faith in something that's not God. Think about it. Faith is what you believe, right? Faith is, it's, faith comes by hearing, right? Hearing by the word of God, faith in God, have faith in God. Jesus said, have faith in God. You know, some translations say have faith in the, the son of God, like have faith in God's faith, right? Have faith, have faith in God. That's the bottom line. Where you want to put your belief is in the word of God. Okay, but you can put, okay. I've heard Kenneth Copeland say it like this, like fear is faith contaminated. Well, it is because fear is putting your faith, your belief in something that is not God. It is a spirit of fear that is directly connected to the devil, Satan, right? So just like faith releases God's power like gravity, 
What do you think fear releases? It releases the enemy's power like a gravity. That, that, and that's what happens. Hold on a second. You know what? I thought I had my phone shut off to phone calls and I hope the lighting is still good. I was just getting a call. Sorry about that. So as I was saying, faith releases God's power like gravity. Well, fear does the opposite. Okay. It also releases power, but it's not God's power. You know, that's, and that's not what you want. Ugh. So when you partner with fear, it's so dangerous because when you partner with fear, then fear is what you end up speaking and releasing and giving life to, right? In Proverbs 18, it, it says that Proverbs 18, 21, that life and death is in the power of the tongue. So you see, it goes back to the words that you speak as well. What you say and what you believe, right? What you have your faith in, what you what you say and what you believe out of your mouth has power. It's a spiritual law. It's a spiritual law. This goes back to Mark 11, 22 and 23, where Jesus said, here we go, have faith in God, right? I just mentioned that. Then Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I tell you that if anyone says, speaks, right, to this mountain, be lifted up, and, uh, okay, truly, I tell you that if anyone says, right, speaks to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and has no doubt in his heart, but believes. So if you don't doubt in your heart, that means you believe something, right? Jesus covered it all. God praise his holy name forever. He said, okay, truly, I say to you that if anyone says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and has no doubt in his heart, but believes that it will happen, it will be done for him. So what's the order of operations? You say and you believe, right? Whoever says and believes, it will be done for him. <clears throat> so we've really got to make it a top priority, top priority to start speaking that which you want to, you know, which you believe, like, mm. okay, let me back that up. You got to practice speaking, not everything you believe, because sometimes you're not believing for the best, right? You might have fear about something that's not what you want to be speaking. You want to make it a practice to speak God's word and choose to believe what you're speaking. You know, here's the thing. You've got to really Think about the words that you speak before you say them. Think before you speak. Because if you're thinking something negative and you're just quick to shoot off at the mouth, you do not want to be partnering with fear and the enemy. Remember, what you believe and speak, right? What you speak and believe, they go hand in hand together, right? It's going to release power for either good or for what you don't want. Okay. So you've got to watch what you agree with because it's the words you speak and what you believe that's going to come to pass. Mm. Speak. Oh, I'm sorry. Think before you speak. Think before you speak. This is so important. I just can't stress it enough. You know, when I, this is one of the first um, things that I learned about in my, in my faith walk was about the power of your words. And I remember I mean, I really, and I'm still working on it every day, okay? 
you're probably still working on it every day. Comment if you're still working on it every day, if you understand the power of your words. Listen, it's a spiritual law. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. You, and, and you're going to have the results of what you speak and what you believe. It's, I mean, this is the word of God, right? So you don't want to be speaking negative, right? You don't want to partner with the enemy, with the devil, with Satan. You want to partner and agree with God wholeheartedly. Matthew 16, 19, I love it so much. Jesus said, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom. And I'm paraphrasing right here, but he said, well, what he said was whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven and whatever you allow Whatever you permit will be permitted. So the bottom line is whatever you allow on earth, it'll be allowed. Whatever you don't allow, won't. This is the authority that Jesus gave to his believers, to you and me. Mm, so good. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty three, you have to speak to the mountain, right? You speak to the mountain. What's the mountain in your life? You've got to speak to it right? And who does the allowing? You do. I do. Whatever you allow will be allowed. Jesus said it. Whatever you don't, won't. Wow. God, you know, you should write that scripture down, Matthew 16, 19. Keep it in front of you. And when something's happening, do you, do you allow it? If you don't, don't. Okay. So good. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty three, you have to speak to the mountain, right? And it'll move if you don't doubt in your heart, but you believe what you say, it will happen. Faith releases the power of God. Fear releases the power of the enemy, period. Think about it. Faith is what you believe. Fear, again, when you feel the, the, the fear, what are you believing? What If you feel fear, listen, you can turn that around real quick and literally, I still, I know I give this example sometimes because I remember when my son was uh, first starting to drive, you know, when he was of age uh, to drive. And I remember it would be nighttime and it would be getting a little bit late. And I remember the enemy coming and putting thoughts in my head of my son being like mangled in a wreck. And I literally had to put my hands up and I said, no. I don't receive that. I trust you, Lord. My son is protected by the blood of Jesus. He is protected, and I release your angels of protection over him. He will not be hurt. You know, I, you have to literally counter thoughts, right? You have to, 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5, you got to cast down every thought that tries to make itself higher, than the word of God. You have to cast down every thought, every imagination, everything that is contrary to God's word that would try to get you in fear, try to get you to move off of God's word of truth. You get a report. You get, you know, someone says something or the doctor says something. You have to say, no, I don't receive that. By his stripes, I am healed, period. And you need to stand firm. And when a thought of fear comes and the devil's trying to show you a funeral or you dying because of something the doctor said, oh, no, no, no. You put your hand up and you say no immediately. And you say no, no, I trust you, Lord. And you start thinking and painting a beautiful picture with words about that you are healthy, you are whole, you are going to run and you are going to, you are going to, you are free. Because whom the sun sets free is free indeed. All right. Glory to God. Ugh. 
Jesus gave his believers authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. Again, the word of God for believers, the word of God, right? This is truth. God's word is true and you have to just choose to believe it. I've got to choose to believe it and that's it, period. No other options, no other options, period. I'm getting, I'm just very passionate. You know, I'm not yelling at you guys. I'm just very, very passionate. Ah. Okay. You know, and when the Lord says, and nothing shall by any means harm you, we have to believe that. You know, the second that you start believing that for real, nothing can harm you in that moment. The moment you believe and you speak, it's the word of God is in motion. And even if you don't see it immediately, Hang tight because it's in motion. Believe and you will see the glory of God. His word is true. His name is faithful and true, right? Like it says in the book of Revelation, the rider came riding on the white horse and his name is faithful and true. That's our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise his holy name forever and ever and ever and ever. So talk about casting your care on the Lord. Let's look at what the word of God says. 1 Peter 5, 6 says, And all of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, so that in due time He may exalt you, right, or lift you up. Then in verse 7 it says, Cast all your anxiety or care on Him because He cares for you. He's a good father. He cares for you. So humble yourself under God's mighty hand. Humble, humility. It means submitting your will for God's will. You give in to God's will. You're you're like, Lord, basically what it means is letting him have his way in your life. You might read the word and say, you know, I know I should do this. And God's, you know, listen, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself, but God's will is God's word. A lot of people say, well, what is the will of God? It's the word of God. What does his word say? That's his will. Okay. So when you want to do something different, but you know, God's word says this, choose to do God's word. That is humbling yourself and submitting to God. And guess what? That way you resist the enemy and he flees from you. When he knows he can't get you to do what he wants you to do, the the devil I'm talking about, You're like, no, I'm doing God's word. God's word says this, and he knows he can't get you, then he flees from you, right? Period. It is written. It is written. It is written. You say God's word says, so get out. He's got to go. He will go. And you say the name of Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. The enemy will flee so fast, he'll make your head spin. Why? Because he doesn't want to be anywhere where our Lord Jesus is being praised. Oh, it's so good. So, okay, when you submit to God, right, you resist the enemy, he flees from you. And if you do this, you're not going to partner with fear. You're going to be in agreement with your Father in heaven, which then releases his power in your life. Okay, the devil is called the accuser of the brethren. He accuses us. That's what he looks to do. That's his job, right? And you don't want to have anything in common with him. You don't want to be in agreement with him over anything, right? 
because then he can accuse you and then he's got something in you to hold against you, right? And then he can keep you in bondage, captivity, in chains. No, refuse to have any agreement with the devil in your life, okay? I love what Jesus said in the Amplified, well, this is the Amplified version of John 14, 30 and 31. It says, I, he, Jesus said, I will not speak with you much longer for the ruler of this world, Satan, is coming and he has no claim, right, or no power over me, right? This is what he says. It says, and he has no claim on me, parentheses, no power over me, nor anything he can use against me. But so that the world may know without a doubt that I love, without any doubt, that I love the Father. I do exactly as the Father has commanded me and act in full agreement with him, right? With the Father. And then Jesus said, get up, let us go from here. So you see, Jesus always did what his Father wanted and what was pleasing. Listen, Jesus said, one new commandment I give you, love one another. So if you love God and you love people, all the other um, commandments, they're wrapped up in, in those two. Love God, love people, right? And then you won't be, you know, committing adultery and stealing or lying or, you know, doing all those things that the, that the 10 said not to do, right? I'm just saying. Mm. Okay. The word of God tells us in James 4, 7, and 8, but he gives us more grace. This is why it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Okay, so we just talked about that. How do you resist the devil, right? You submit to God. You do what God's word says. And that way you are saying you're humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God, under his word. And then his power is released in your life because you're in agreement with him, with the Lord, right? Praise God. Okay, then in James 4, 8, it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded, right? God doesn't want us to be double-minded, right? Because then you can't expect to receive anything from him. You're in faith, you're in fear, you're in fear, faith, you're in fear. Listen, when you're standing in faith, but you get thoughts of fear, and if you start to feel fear, immediately, like I said, just put your hand up, say no. And if you catch yourself saying something that's in agreement with the enemy that you know you shouldn't have, then just say, Lord, I repent for that. I am sorry that I came into agreement you know, with the enemy, Lord. Just, just wash me clean right now in the blood of Jesus. Lord, I trust you, and I'm gonna stand on your word. That's all you have to do, and boom, you're right back in right standing. And now the word of God, the power of God in motion once again, okay? Because here's the thing. If you get it, partner with fear, if you partner with fear you, and you release it out of your mouth, you stop God's power immediately. You stop the power of God immediately and you're releasing something else and that you don't want the power of the enemy being released. No, it's whatever you agree with, right? what you believe, what you speak, what you speak, what you believe, what you're in partnership with, what you're in agreement with, you got to agree with God. I hope that this is making sense. Okay, so John 14, 12, love it. Jesus said, truly, 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 Jesus, my Lord, he couldn't lie, right? But he said, truly, truly, like, listen, pay attention. Truly, truly, 
I tell you, whoever, are you a whoever? I am. Whoever believes in me will also do the works that I am doing. He will do even greater than these because I'm going to the Father. So how do you cast your care on the Lord? You got to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, right? We all need to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. And we all know the story of Peter walking on the water to Jesus, right? And as long as he kept his eyes fixed on Jesus, he walked on the water. The second he looked around and saw circumstances, right? He saw, you know, the, the wind, the waves. He saw the circumstances and he partnered with fear and he began to sink. Think about this. Literally, he, when you take your eyes off of Jesus in any situation, then you start to get like nervous, you know, anxiety ridden, right? Maybe even depressed. No, no, you have to refuse that. You know, and then Jesus, Jesus looked at him and said, oh, you've little faith. Why did you doubt? Jesus asked him, why did you doubt? Jesus loves you. He doesn't want you to doubt him. He wants you not to fear and to, to just trust him. And as you trust and say, Lord, I choose to trust you and I'm going to stand on your word and I am standing, you're releasing his power. This is so awesome. I'm so glad that he gave me this message for ten, for today. It is just awesome. And some synonyms of doubt is double-minded, unbelief, trust, distrust, sorry. It's okay. Some of the synonyms of doubt, double-minded, unbelief, distrust, apprehension, apprehension, and there are more. And over and over, right, Jesus told us, fear not, don't doubt. Don't have unbelief. Just believe, 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 believe. Trust me, trust me, trust me, right? You've been given the mind of Christ and the Holy Spirit, right? The Spirit of God. And the very Holy Spirit living inside of you enables you to do all things, right? Through Christ who strengthens you. How does Christ strengthen you? His Holy Spirit in you. Glory to God. You know, we've got to do everything that we can to, to, to get this, to really understand this more than anything in this life, to be victorious. If you want to see victory, victory is only found in Jesus Christ. And he's given you his Holy Spirit. Christ, And you know what? When he gave you his Holy Spirit, he gave you himself. God has given you himself. How glorious is our Father and our Lord Jesus, right? Holy Spirit. Mm. So many are struggling with anxiety and you don't have to. So don't partner with fear. Instead, do what the word of God says. And this is what the word of God says, right? First Peter 5, 7 and 8. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded and alert. Your adversary, the devil, roams around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. So guess what? The enemy cannot devour those who are strong in the Lord and on his word. It is written. You say what God's word says. Guess what? You're going to resist the enemy and he's going to flee from you. He cannot devour you when you know that Christ in you is stronger than anything. Any circumstance, any anything. Christ in you. Okay. Mm. So don't let the enemy devour you. You say no. You refuse to partner with fear. That spirit of fear. 
God has given you his spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. So how do you cast your care on the Lord? We're going to wrap up. Number one, don't partner with fear. Number two, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Let God have his way in your life. Number three, resist the enemy by saying no and do God's word, right? God's will is his word. Okay, by this, again, you'll be resisting the enemy. He'll flee from you. You'll be letting God have his way so his power can be released in your life. Number four, keep keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, right? Then you'll have his peace that passes all understanding no matter what's going on around you. You know, I love Isaiah 26, 3, right? That the Lord will keep the person in perfect peace whose mind is fixed or stayed on the Lord. Mm, So good. You want to sleep good at night? Keep your eyes fixed on the Lord. Read some of the word before you go to sleep. Okay. Now I want to pray for you and then we have to, we're going to get going. But if you've never asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life, you can do that right now. And then I'm going to pray for you after that for specifically for, you know, fear, sickness, anxiety, all that. Okay. So repeat after me, mean it with your whole heart. God knows if you mean it or not. All right, just repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross and paid for my sins forever. And I believe that God the Father raised you on the third day. You are alive now and you live forever. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Teach me your ways. Be my Lord and Savior. In your holy name I pray. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Now, welcome to the family of God. Now it's time to get in the word, get in this word, renew your mind so that as your mind is becoming new, renewed, right? In the word of God, then transformation will start to be seen on the outside. Okay. And now I want to pray for those of you who might be struggling with any kind of, you know, sickness, pain, anything that might be going on. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak and I command the unclean spirit, any unclean spirit to leave you now. In Jesus' name, I command all pain, sickness, and disease to bow, bow your bow to the name of Jesus Christ right now and leave. You go now in Jesus' mighty name. And I say, be made whole. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be made whole. Right now, from your the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, I command every cell of your body to be cleansed and made whole. Health, wholeness, healing, now in Jesus' name, right now. Now, I'm going to ask you to get up, do something that you couldn't do before. If you were in pain and you're not now, comment. Let's let everybody know that God is real. His power is real. And what he wants to do through you as his representative is awesome. So I'm, I just want to thank you for being on the broadcast tonight. Make sure that you share this on all your social media, share it with everyone you can. And I always say this, but let's advance God's kingdom together. I thank you again for watching tonight. I bless you in Jesus name. I love you and I'll see you again real soon. All right. Good night.